0: Hello, friend. Can you hear me? I can. All right. Okay, good. Yay. So I missed you. I'm so glad. And we've missed all of you guys who are our listeners. And uh, welcome to Chica Chat with two healthy chicas. And I'm Des.
1: And I'm Becky.
0: And this is a pod about two lifelong friends on their journey to health, wellness, and joy.
1: So grab yourself the biggest fat juiciest margarita you've ever had and some chips and guac
0: yes <laughs> and join us for a fiesta of feelings
1: <laughs> and good times
0: <laughs> on this episode we're going to be chatting about what we've been up to because it's been a minute
1: <laughs> yeah it's been it's been a, a minute a minute a minute, and a, a minute a thousand minutes um
0: yeah we have
1: a lot going on right right
0: now. right and, and like i said i definitely feel that I've had, like, a lot of years of, um, you know, working through Diego's autism, you know. Um, I know, you know what I mean, obviously in marriage that has, like, some certain things that... Um, you know, it brings up where you know we're disagreeing on the best way to handle. Or- what
1: you disagree <laughs>
0: marriage? I know, isn't that crazy?
1: I love that we can say that because so many people act like that's so perfect, and I'm like, I just don't. Yeah, that's those aren't. I don't our know people. how that works. <laughs> yeah.
0: Those aren't our people. <laughs> so,
1: um,
0: and but I feel like. I'm in a really good place um, in regards to just a lot of the transitions that we've been having to go through after the past five years. But you, thank you, you have been going through some really major transitions.
1: Yeah, (sighs) yeah. Heavy, heavy stuff. Yeah. I was on my run this morning. Um, We hadn't planned this episode. We'd been planning the joke is we've been planning to do an episode for probably the last six weeks and shit's happened and we haven't been able to just physically, time-wise, mentally, emotionally do it. And I didn't think I'd be able to do one this week, especially what's going on, but I feel like it's good for me and I feel like people need to relate and know that they're not alone who are in the same situation. And just hearing someone else talk about it can bring you a little bit of peace and calm and strength. So um, I'm going to try to get through it.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? I'm here for you. I believe, you know, our listeners are here for you. Um, And, and I just think the biggest thing that you and I are both facing, but in different ways is being part of the sandwich generation. Yeah. And, and I would say for me, like I, you know, obviously no one goes, oh, I can't, I hope my kid has special needs. Like, you know what I mean? No one really kind of plans for that. Yeah. And then, and then in the yeah. same time you hit a pandemic in the same time, my father loses his wife. I lose my grandma on both sides. Like all of these things yeah. that are happening at the same time when my husband and I are ra- raising a young kid. Right. And you're at the point where you're, it. you know what I mean? I just lost my grandparents, but you're. You're helping your parents get through some major health stuff while raising yeah. two teenage girls. Yeah, like. <laughs> it's
1: it's like with my my dad. So my, when my my when my grandmother and grandfather passed, my dad was in his early sixties. I think. Yeah, he was in his early sixties. He was retired. He was a man, so he was never you know driving around teenage girls or children anyway um he was an only child at that point because his aunt had my aunt had passed away at 52 um but he had the time and a little bit more brain power to manage what he was going through just a little bit better and i'm not saying it was easy for him it wasn't but he had a 28 and 30 year old children to support it you know what I mean like we were supporting him at that point so and and not that my girls don't support me they are wonderful but they're 13 and 15 years old so exactly and they're very close with their grandparents and this has been devastating for them so I'm going to try to get through the sentence people okay so people have been asking me just on a uh, kind of a funny tip Every time I go somewhere, which is not very often, because you know me, I work from home. The only people I see are at Vaughn's, Trader Joe's and Walmart or Target. <laughs> so it's Pepper and me and my family, right? So when I go to the store and people say, how's it going? I don't know what to say, right? So I, I'll give you some of the answers from the last couple of weeks. Um, how, are, how are you today? Total crap. I've actually said that to someone at Vons. Um, how are you doing? Hanging by a thread. I've said that. How, how's it going? Well, I have two wonderful teenage daughters and two parents that are insane. Uh-huh. uh-huh right. Yeah. And then yesterday I'm at Stater Brothers. I'd been cry- I cry when I'm in the Stater Brothers parking lot. I have no idea what the <laughs> Stater Brothers parking lot, but I literally in the last year have cried there probably six times before yeah. i go into the store and at this point before i would wait till the tears dried i don't even do that anymore i just walk in the store wiping my face i don't fucking care um but i was in there yesterday checking out and oh crap i forgot to take something to my mom okay anyway ah
0: uh, but anyway, this is I, reality yeah, this yeah. is the reality and yes. and the transition from having to pretend like everything is okay Right And and like, and, and your emotions taking over because these are your parents who love, you know what I mean? I don't think there's, there's, you know, besides a husband and wife, a parent and a child, I think are some of the biggest loves that we experience in life. And so,
1: yeah. And, and the thing is my mom, isn't just a mother's day mom. Like my mom is not someone that I see once a year. She's not someone (sighs) that I see on holidays. She's someone that I see three, four times a week. We talk all day long. We text all day long. She's my best friend.
0: And your mom is amazing. She is just an amazing um, woman, um, you know, is just so kind, so loving, and yeah. um, has really, I, I mean, one of the, the reasons, I mean, obviously, um, you are so much fun you're adorable you're funny but that was like one of the things that I fell in love with the most about you was it's just like your your ability to love in such a big way and also your ability to to you know what I mean have boundaries and to stand yeah. up for yourself and that I like a lot so much of that came from your mom like once you meet your mom it's just like oh my god I totally see the connection
1: <laughs> like, yeah totally right yeah and it's and it's so this week so it's been – to say this summer has been rough is – I can't even – yeah I don't know how to explain how rough it's been. Um, but as of, like, today, I think my parents have been in and out of the hospital or the ER 17 times in the last nine months. Wow. My dad is currently at the hospital having a heart procedure Whoa. right
0: now. Yeah. Wow.
1: My mom came home on hospice for hospice care yesterday from the hospital because – She's dying from an infection. She's 80 years old. She doesn't want to have the surgery that they've suggested might save her life. So she's chosen to come home and die at home. So that's the, right? So, so trying to wrap your, you know, and and the thing is, I have some, you know, we, of course we have so many emotions, right? Yeah, But I'm mad at her. Like, I'm mad that she won't do the surgery. Is that logical? Kind of. Is it emotional? Absolutely. But it's what I'm feeling. Like, I'm still pissed. And I'm going to be pissed. And I'm not going to let anybody tell me, hey, you know, you shouldn't be angry. This is her decision. Blah, blah, blah. I get it. Don't tell people what they should and shouldn't be feeling. Right? Let people feel their feelings and work through them. Or they'll never work through them. You know what I mean? So I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm grateful. Uh, my mom's mom died when she was four years old. Wow. So I've had my mom, I think we figured it out, 20 times longer. I can't remember the math because I was a journalism major. <laughs> 20 times longer than she had her own mom. So wow. how lucky am I? The girls Great. and I were talking. Well, the last few nights with the girls have been brutal. And the girls and I were talking last night, all of us and Kevin and me and the girls and our dog Pepper, Uh, she's our support dog. And we were talking about, I said, "You, I go look at this, Nana has almost died at least five times in her life. And they were like, what? And I said, she had rheumatic she almost died. She had an appendicitis at home when she was alone as a teenager, almost died. She had vasculitis about 10 years ago, almost died. She, if I didn't call 911 in July, her system was going to shut down, within 24 hours, she would have died. Wow. And now this is, like, you know, the real thing. So they were like, oh, my gosh. I said, so if if vasculitis would have taken her life 10 years ago, you wouldn't even know this woman. So how lucky are we that we've had this 10 years with her? Because, like I said, my girls are so close with her. Like, they're just – they're crushed that, they, that she wouldn't do the surgery. They're trying to understand why she wants to leave. They're, you know, they're going through all the things, same things I'm going through and Kevin's going through. Um, I will say this. I do feel like we are doing a good job at letting them feel and letting them make decisions and letting them get the information that they want. I did not grow up in a house where you got the information about dying people. It was acted like everything was fine. Yeah. I was not allowed to see my great grandma at the end of her life or my uncle Fred or my aunt Martha. And I'm 19 when my aunt, well, she died on my 19th birthday. So I'm 18 wow. when my aunt Martha is dying from cancer in the, in the hospital, but they're not letting me take, go see her things like that, where I just, I'm letting them make their own decisions. Is it traumatic? Yeah. Is some of it going to come back to bite me in the ass maybe, but it's what they're wanting. And, and so I'm, you know, letting them make some of these adult decisions based on where they are emotionally and I'm hopeful that it it's going to be hard we know it's going to be hard but they'll be able to learn how to work through things being hard
0: and and I would say that that is I, I just think it's a big healthy transition that we have made as a society yeah in general if it's you know what I mean if you shield your kid in my opinion if you shield your kids from these things and then it comes to them later on in life, they don't know how to handle it versus if you allow for life to happen and to experience it with each other. And um, I, you know what I mean? Like I said, you know, no one has a crystal ball. No one could say, Oh my God, I'm doing this. This is going to be amazing for my kids or I'm going to fuck my kids out from doing this. So we're going to find out, but I, I, I just, I know as a person, I just, by, by understanding what it's like to lose someone that you're, that you love mm-hmm. is, um, and to be supported by your parents while you're doing that is, it's amazing. Right. You know what I mean? And, and for you, the reality of that, your parents not being around, like the reality of, you know, having to, to let them make their own medical decisions when you really want to be making them for for right. them,
1: yeah, like, yeah, it's it's acceptance, right? It's radical acceptance. Is that what it's called? I think that's what yes. about, radical acceptance. Um, it's hard to practice.
0: It's, yeah,
1: especially in situations like this. Um, so like today, I felt better. It's been a it's been a very difficult roller coaster because. She was going to have the surgery. She wasn't going to have the surgery. She was. She wasn't. She was. She wasn't. She was. She wasn't. She told us she was. She told the doctor she wasn't. We had to all be in the room and hear her say it twice. We had to make sure she knew what she was saying yes and no to. Do I think she's a thousand percent clear what she said no and yes to no, no, I don't. But it doesn't matter because the majority rules and we don't get to say because she's still lucid enough to say it, even though she told me not to leave her with a crying baby when I left the hospital the other night. Clearly not with it. If she thought there was crying baby in her room, right?
0: Right. right. Um,
1: and if I say, hey, do you want some bacon? No. Do you want some bacon? Yes. Do you want to have surgery? No. Do you want to have surgery? Yes. So anyway, that's how hard the week has been. It's been like, are you effing kidding me? Wow. So she's at home now. They have a 24-hour care and then hospice comes like four to five days a week. They do two days of bathing, three days to check her wounds because um, she has wounds on both feet. And that's where the infection is. It's really bad. It's in her right leg. It's kind of contained right now, but it will take her life slowly or fast. We don't know. Like, we don't know. Right. She could be- the girls, I keep telling them, like, we don't know. She could be gone in five minutes. I have no idea. But so could I, and so could you, and so could anybody, right? So right. to try to mentally prepare ourselves for like, hey, maybe it's a month. I don't I don't know. Is that good or bad? I'm not sure, you know. So and we're all different, right? Some people would want to know that, some people wouldn't. Um, but that's where we're at right now. So this morning when I was running and I was like, you know what? I think I want to do an episode because I want to get this out. I want to connect with you because you know, I got to see you a couple weeks ago for my birthday, yes. which is great. And you yes. no, no, yeah, don't mind everybody. I turned 50 during all of this. Right, right. So, a, yeah. a big monumental
0: birthday. and
1: Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And- nothing on my plate. Nothing, no.
0: no right. Nothing. But I think we'll probably just have to do a redo, a 51 redo. Well,
1: you know what was funny is uh, Melinda and I were texting the other day and I said something like, oh, because people asked me how old I was. And I said, 40, I'm like 49. And I said, I guess I didn't turn 50 yet. And she goes, let's celebrate again. (laughs) Yeah. Every year, all year, let's do it. So I
0: love it. I love it. Let's do it. And
1: I (laughs) think that
0: that is the, the, in my opinion, one of the ways to move through going through some really heavy stuff and going through some pain is try and find some things to look forward to like yeah yeah you know right. what I mean I am it's proud little of you things. yeah, right yeah. I am proud of you for still having a birthday dinner and Thank having you. people come in town and and celebrate this beautiful moment um but at the same time when you're going through some really heavy shit right
1: I'm glad too I'm not regretful at all because like my mom would that's what she would want for me like period yes. my dad would want me to- in pain on the ground next to his bedside that's (laughs) that's their differences of them and i'm not going to be on the ground in pain next to my dad um i'll be helpful but that's not going to happen um and then also dealing with his i mean i'm not even going into the depths of his mental health issues that have you know been in full full fury this whole time um and how i've had to manage my boundaries with that Um, just so you know, I have him blocked now, Scarlett figured it out on my phone. So all of his messages go straight to voicemail and then I can look at him if I feel like it, or I can look at it when I'm strong enough. So that has been so helpful in the last week. Yeah. Um, and then also my friends that haven't canceled on me, like you, like, like haven't said, you know, I think you should take this time. Nobody really said that. Everyone said, let's just, let's do this. Like, let's celebrate you. And I'm so grateful for that. And my friend Craig, um, I've known long, my longest time friend since I was five years old, actually four, because I was, I entered, um, kindergarten at four too young, but I entered at four and, um, and we had a drink on Sunday, um, his wife, Olga and I and Kevin and he, you know, he was, he was very sweet. He knows my mom. He was very sweet. He was like, if you want to rain check, we can do it. And I said, no, I want to do it. Right. Like we went and hung out for two hours. We had some tacos and margaritas we caught up. It was really great. Um, and I'm so glad I'm just doing those bits of just celebrating because yes, yes. without South that, Air. it's so hard. You know what I mean? Right. Like, And the no. whole thing, this is a topic for another converse, another episode. I think the differences of how people treat men and women caring for people is ridiculous. Y'all, if you are only going to the female's and giving them all the work and telling them they're so great at caring for people and letting the males not do shit. Please stop that. Yeah. Please stop doing that. Please stop expecting men. Oh, well, you know, they can't take it like women. Well, women step up. Okay. That's all well and good. No, 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 no. Let people do it. Let people step up. Let the men be strong. Like, yeah. why is this? Anyway, that's a whole other episode, but. Right.
0: But it's something else that you're dealing with. And, something and else I that do... I'm
1: dealing with. Yeah, right. And on. I
0: do, and I do think that we should definitely do an episode and we, you know, should talk about, you know, what's going on with your dad and, and this experience, because I think that's, that's what the problem is, is, is us from Gen, Gen X, who are part of this sandwich generation. Is our parents were still had that old school mentality? Now your mom worked. My parents divorced, so my mom worked. Right. But they still have that old school mentality that that is the role of the female. Yeah. And um and and it's too this, much for
1: one person. It's ridiculous.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And and it's something that just needs to be addressed. It's something that needs to be talked about. Right. And, and supported. Right. We just need right. To,
1: like like it's like telling what if what if we never told women they could vote. What if we never told women they could be president? What if like, that's the truth people like shit changes if you change it. So start using different words, start using different language and change your actions and things will happen. Yeah. Um, So one thing I want to, I don't know if uh, this can be a shorter episode. um,
0: I think it's a heavy episode. So I think shorter is probably good. Yeah, Yeah. Right.
1: And so, and I'm, and I'm speaking clearly. Um, but I wanted to just give a tip of how to, one one tip, right? Actually, right. two tips. One's kind of funny. Um, one's very sweet. So my sweet tip is I went on social media yesterday and I posted about my mom making a decision to go home with extra care. We can't call it hospice because my dad doesn't like the word. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, she has extra care at home. Um, she's decided not to have the surgery. Would you please, instead of just saying sorry, I appreciate the sorrys. But instead of saying, sorry, could you please share something you love about my mom, something, a story that you have. And if you don't know her, something motivational or uplifting. And I love I, it. And I've been reading them and they've been helping me so much. It's like having a, a celebration of life before the end of life. Um, and I've been reading them to my mom and to my brother and I've been sharing them with my dad. And they've been so helpful. You know, everybody does this after the fact. And Oprah actually just did something very similar. Had a huge celebration for her dad's birthday. He passed like a week later because he was dying from cancer. And so I I guess I probably was a little motivated by that. And just everybody says to celebrate everybody while they're alive, but they don't know what to do, right? What does that look like? Well, it can be as easy as a social media post that says, please share something you love about my sister. Please share something you love about my dad. Um, and being able to get those on a document, keep them, whatever you want to do with them. Um, but reading them out loud to her, I just read one this morning to her and she was smiling and laughing and remembering that story. Um, it was hilarious. Um, and then the other kind of funny tip with all, for all the sandwich generation people, if your parents are older and they are refusing to eat and they have issues with sugar, like their sugar gets low, you know what you do? You don't get the, um, I guess, I guess you don't get the diabetes, um, sweet, like medicine, you go to Walmart and you get a bag of icing with the little tip on it and you squirt it in your mouth. I love that tip. I learned that from a hospice nurse yesterday. She said it's a lot cheaper than the diabetes uh, form and it works just as good. So yeah. That's what I forgot to give my mom when I said, Oh crap, I forgot to get my mom earlier today. But she was having donuts this morning, a little bits of donuts and a little bit of uh, breakfast burritos. So that was good. And she was drinking mm-hmm. this juice with a lot of sugar. So that yeah. was good. So that's where we're at. Um right at eleven fifty-six.
0: Yes, eleven fifty-six on a Thursday, but what we uh we've missed you guys yeah. we are back um we are we've missed us yeah we've <laughs> missed us and um you know we're just trying to support our girl while while you're going through some major stuff that everyone is going to has either been through or it's going probably to probably will yeah yeah or going to go through at some yeah. point and so um i think that this is amazing that we're talking about it that you're being real and um and that we're just, you know what I mean, putting it out like this is this is real life right for everybody. So yeah. you know, um, you, thanks so much for everyone who um, who's joining us today and definitely reach out to us, whether it's social media, send a message, comment on our posts, and we yeah, really send hear me some positive
1: you. messages, send us some yeah. positive messages. I'll take all of them.
0: Right. Let's get let's get as many as we can to um, support Becky. As she's, you know, in this, in this journey, you know, probably one of the hardest things you'll ever have to go through in life. And um, how, how can we, you know, show up as a community and, and help each other and uh, move through this?
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: So, um, and we are going to be redoing some social media uh, stuff as well, but we'll, for the present time, still be posting on the two healthy chicas.
1: Right. Yep. Yeah. So, so. Um, yeah, let's just, because my mom um, in the hospital said, can you, she t- asked me, can you get a family member to bring me some champagne? I And love I it. said, not yet, but soon. Um, so let's cheers to being spicy.
0: And a little sweet.
1: And we'll be back, hopefully next week.
0: <laughs> hopefully next week. We'll All right. I Jeff. love you, girly. I love you, too. Right. Bye.
1: Bye.